1: colt what's up living the dream oh it's we are back ready to try this out again we had an excellent time last time it was awesome hanging out with everybody and uh interacting with you all in the chat i'm seeing all sorts of uh, familiar screen names and such shout out to the discord crew for sure see you all over there
2: it is pretty awesome
1: is definitely dope. Uh, we had some good calls last time. I hope everybody's brought the weird from when we popped that Holophone live. That was wild. That was a lot
2: I more think. than expected. Yeah, that was pretty sick. That was a lot more than expected.
1: Um, What do we got going on? Uh, we just uh, had the gals from Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilries on the normal show. That should drop. <laughs> Probably the first episode of the year, I believe. Yep. Awesome conversation with them. Everybody definitely check that out when it drops. I'm trying to think when this. It definitely
2: got a little bit on the spiritual side.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome.
2: Metaphysical, spiritual, whatever you want to call it.
1: We got a really good episode dropping the 26th. Yeah. With some Santa Claus encounters. Yeah. So you're not going to want to miss that. I decided to, we decided to drop it after Christmas. That way we don't ruin the magic. But um. <laughs> but
2: yeah, it was a really good episode. Like, uh, as I, when I was <laughs> editing it, I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, this is going to be a banger. Just because n- not so much. Cause like I told you, like the way that I, I feel about, it's still weird to sit here and talk about Santa Claus as a, a cryptid or a metaphysical entity or, or what have you. It still makes me feel weird, but the the way that our banter moves through that episode is just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's flawless. Like it, it really, it really brought the episode to life in my opinion. And that that's just me. Like, I feel like if I can <clears throat> listen to that while editing and laugh and, and enjoy listening to it. I'm like, all right, this is, this is going to be a good episode.
1: <laughs> I was hoping it would go over good. When I started researching and finding all the encounters of people f- seeing it, I'm like, this is either going to be a banger or it's going to be <laughs> lame. So I'm hoping it hits right.
2: For sure. Uh, what, Steve, what currently are you looking into writing?
1: Um, I've got... You know me. Everybody knows me. I've got like 40 different episodes. 40. started. My ADHD kicks in and I'm like, I'll start off and I'll be like, all right, this is going to be a banger. I'm going to be all about this episode and I'll get like 2000 words in and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going the way that I want it to. And then I'll skip and start a new one. So yeah, that's fine. I've got um, I've got one on the St. Louis exorcism. Almost finished. I've got one on one i've had in the bank for probably shoot i don't know two years it's not uh, about ancient civilizations but it's about ancient man and the timeline that mainstream history follows is not lining up with some of these uh, archaeological discoveries like i've got accounts of human footprints uh interlaid with dinosaur footprints like they were on the earth at the same time how how awesome would that be it's i mean i don't even know i don't even know you read these and everything you've been taught like mainstream history tells you that this should not be right
2: oh yeah absolutely
1: yeah but you have these accounts documented multiple times about this these these artifacts that just should not be like i found one that it is a there's multiple footprints, but one of the footprints is of a sandaled human foot, and within the heel of this sandal is a smashed trilobite, which those timelines should not have ever crossed ever, because they they're one of the oldest uh, multicelled organisms on the planet, and they went extinct. And here we are stepping on them far before man should have been around. So, either man's a lot older than what we think, or somebody has made it back to the past to walk on this trilobite that we are now discovering in the present.
2: Well, you know, and there's that great show which I haven't finished all the way yet, but you know, Ancient Apocalypse on on Netflix from, I think it's Graham Hancock. Yeah. And he's talking about ancient civilizations and like just going back way farther than we've been told which is it's fascinating and why wouldn't that be the case right the big the big enigma for me would be if we coexisted with dinosaurs to me that's mind-blowing
1: yeah i just like (laughs) i have i have multiple accounts of people finding fossilized dinosaur tracks with fossilized human tracks so, like, how, how did that happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. Unless they were coexisting. And even some, some of the human tracks are even overlaid with dinosaur prints. So the human track was there, and then the dinosaur print was laid over top of it. So it walked, the human walked through the mud, the humanoid, whatever it was, walked through the mud. Then the dinosaur followed suit, almost like it might have been tracking it. Which is and terrifying the tracks fossilized.
2: That's that's so bizarre. I've been looking in, or I'm going to start looking up, which I just, the other night, whenever I was editing, I just kind of was going through uh, as many lists as I could. It's not a very easy lookup, but like real mythological objects, like objects that have power. So I get one of the easiest to to throw out there would be like the spear of destiny uh yeah items like, like our, that Ark just, of the
1: Covenant. the mm. yes
2: all types of them. there's one called like the hand of glory uh king solomon's ring you know that would be another one all types of just really really cool you know supposed uh power objects like you know another one uh the sword and the stone you know king arthur's sword
1: <clears throat> oh yeah
2: So there's, there's, yeah, there's so many of them, and like, it kind of inspired me not only with the the uh, Christmas episode, but then just some of the short stories we've been kind of throwing around, you know, off air. That's going to be built up for, you know, an actual episode.
1: I was, (laughs) I've also started putting together. I'm thinking about doing. I know I started doing it on the 50 states of cryptids and I kind of fell off, kind of went other ways. I was thinking about doing, putting some episodes together about just like the 40 and 50 states where I will pick a state and I will pick weird ass accounts that have come out of, come out of the state, like all across the board, everything from cryptid sightings to like miracles, bleeding statues, crying statues, all, all sorts of that stuff. And then just do an episode on a state all the weirdness I could find, put it out, and then try to get through all 50. Because I was hunting down this book called Jim Brandon, Weird America, Guide to Places of Mystery in the United States. A physical copy, the only physical copy I found was about $1,800. Cool, so you can totally s- afford it. so out of print, but I did find a copy online. So I'm going to use that as kind of a roadmap and take the examples out of there because this book is... Mint. It has <laughs> cryptids that I've never even heard of, like weird shit, weird weird shit. Like I was talking about the uh, the meat showers and stuff, and yeah, like the falls of animals from the sky, and all that weird forty and stuff that like used to just blow my mind when I was young. This book is. I've got I've got multiple books. I'm a collector of uh weird literature like i have tons of it all over the place and there's some <laughs> of them your that room I, is pretty
2: chock full of it
1: yeah it's it's stacked but i uh this was one that was one that i could not find in physical copy i love physical media i i'm just a sucker for it so i was on the hunt for that i'm not shelling out 1800 for it though but nah. i did find it online so i'm gonna try to start packing together maybe a 50 state one by one i might just trickle it out there because i don't want to just every episode be like oh here's another state here's another right state, here's right another right state. what else am i working on uh well Salem's what are your what are your time? what
2: are your thoughts on the recently declassified cia had a hand in the kennedy assassination
1: i i started to look into that And I don't know that it says anything like that. I think people are misinterpreting it. I think people took the fact that the CIA held out all of this information for this long. And they kind of threaded that into, hey, they killed Kennedy. And I'm not saying they didn't. 95% sure that they did, but I don't think they talk about it in those files. Right. Because I was perusing and I'm like, man, people are reaching.
2: I, I highly doubt that the wording in there would would be very specific. You, know, you feel like a lot of it would probably be redacted.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think they held out because some of the information there was, was probably detrimental regardless. Yeah. So that kind of fuels the fire too. They're not going to come out and say, yeah, we, we fucking took Kennedy's head off, but I don't think it, I don't think it says what people wanted to say. Fair you know enough. Know
3: I mean?
2: Fair enough
1: it is it is not strange necessarily to say that they held out this long cuz i mean how long has it been 50 plus years probably longer than that the fact that they that they're just still trickling out information is ignorant to me i feel like everyone everyone that had their fingers in the actual death of him is already gone right just put it out there all you're doing is breeding more questions breeding more <sighs> I don't even like the word conspiracy anymore because it's, it's like me and you were talking, it just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth anymore. Like everything's a conspiracy until it's proven true. You know? Right. It's, it's a,
2: I mean, yeah, I'm with you. The fact that 90% sure our government had a hand in it. That's kind of blatant in my opinion, but it's another one of the things too, where, it reminds me a lot when they started dropping uh quote unquote UFO disclosure. It just feels like once again, people are not impressed. No, you know what I mean? Cause you don't, you don't hear anybody talking about it. The disclosure thing was just a mind, a mind blowing event. You know, when they said they had all four crafts and then now, now I know that some media outlets <clears throat> may have, jump the gun, so to speak in, and throwing accusations about how they definitely had a hand in the assassination of, of Kennedy. But regardless, it's, it's like, once again, no, nobody cares and nobody's impressed. And yeah.
1: nobody's and then, shocked is a, is a thing.
2: Right, yeah. That's, that might be it. That might be why there is a lack of the, the whole like shock and all situation, yeah. because like you said, no, Everybody's like, well, I mean, yeah,
1: that makes the most sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't surprise anyone that they had a hand in it. Right. My question would be, what was he into that got him topped? Got his nog chopped? What, what is it? His uh, digging into the to the UFO uh, information? Is it his ties with Cuba and the whole Cold War bullshit? Like, what was the big thing? It was
2: wasn't there even a accusation that he was letting secrets go to Marilyn.
1: Oh yeah. Especially after she died. Yeah. Like, hmm. Right. Maybe it was Jackie O. Maybe she just had them all off. She was just sick of it. Maybe. Sick of the mistresses. And she said, you know what? Just take them. Done.
2: Take game over. <laughs> game over.
1: Um, let's i'm gonna peep through the chat here uh mafia his dad was into yeah that's that's definitely another another aspect of it um i know people have been reposting like people that are interested and have been reposting the zapruder film and try to they're trying to point out that the driver turned around and shot him and all this other shit like i don't know man we got a ton of people in the chat what's up everybody i'm digging joe Joe here yeah digging it jfk popped cia criminality into the public yeah that'll do it yeah yeah i mean and we've heard that
2: you know we've heard that discussed many times like like you said steve he was trying not only was he trying to take the cia on but he tried going after all of them at once yeah you know trying to dismantle every branch and you know that's not gonna fly
1: no he was like even definitely at the root at the
2: pot. base root of it at the base root of it, you're talking about people losing their jobs but they're 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 not gonna take kindly to no. nobody's gonna take kindly to that now <laughs> that extreme is a little bit ridiculous, but there you know, obviously there's other things at play in that situation. It's not just about losing their job,
1: yep, yeah, he was definitely poking some big bears. that's for sure for sure. AI boys are in the chat. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Hope you guys are keeping it weird, keeping it safe down there. <laughs> I did I did find something that I was going to send to them. I might do a little episode on oh, it. Oh, speaking
2: of which, I forgot um, to mention to you another yeah, thing that I forgot yeah. to mention to you. Speaking of the AI boys, uh so those those guys were just on Tony Merkel's the confessionals, right, telling their their story yeah. about the treasure and the, the petroglyph and all this stuff. And they reach out, and they're like, they had listened to my most recent Skinwalker episode. And he was like, yo, dude, uh, did you realize that both your stories that you had, the first one, they were looking for petroglyphs, and the second one
3: oh, he was looking, looking for, for lost treasure,
1: treasure. <laughs> oh shit i was I like guys, yo dude i didn't even i didn't even put that together you guys got to deal with skinwalkers down there
2: yeah yeah and then i was talking to our friend ed about it and he was like hey you know it's it's that was a great episode uh, another thing it's a good thing that you didn't say their real name and i was like oh believe me i tried i just couldn't pronounce it Cause I was totally going to say the real name. And he's <laughs> like, dude, course. you you don't want those things coming around and checking in on you. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't. But at the same time, we are who we are. I mean,
1: sick, Kyle trying to keep us out of the woods. Nah, man, that treasures all you guys. You can just throw, throw some silver doubloons, the hollow skyway for the hollow cult. And we're square. Like I said, yeah. if you need a heavy equipment operator, I can do it, not well, but I can dig a hole. So, we got this. But what I was gonna say, I was digging through this uh, this book here, and it reminded me of you, AI boys. I'll just read the I'll read the entire little section here. This is from uh, Ohio, actually, from Hammondsville, Ohio. It Says a large slate wall covered with untranslatable hieroglyphics was found in a coal strip mine owned by a Captain Lacey in the fall of 1868. Workman James Parsons uncovered it behind a large mass of coal. The lines of glyphs were about three inches apart. Local scholars could not puzzle them out, but before more qualified savants could arrive, the slate had decomposed and crumbled due to the unwanted exposure from fresh air. Here's where it gets down toward your neck of the woods. A similar wall that did get studied Uh, was massively ignored, was found in a farm field in Bradley County, Tennessee. So, there's another hieroglyphic wall down south, and apparently there was one in Ohio. The more I look, there's more. I did find some articles on the one from Bradley County, and it is weird, fellas. It's weird. I should have saved the article, but I didn't
2: remember that time I sent you pictures of the artwork that I found inside a cave
1: yeah, yeah,
2: they were what was it it was like a, it was handprints, it was a buffalo or some type of creature, and then I can't remember what else there was I had two three pictures
1: oh, I don't think I still have I think they're on my old phone it yeah it's weird
2: I, they were they were definitely on my old phone too, but it was it wasn't it wasn't Painted on there with paint because like I touched one of the handprints and it came off like a like a chalky residue type thing, you know. Very bizarre, very very bizarre. But it was really cool. You could tell it was if it was a hundred percent legit, it was it was like native artwork, which was it was so cool to see. So I remember going in there with my coworker, and he was like, "Dude, this this isn't is this what I think it is?" And I'm like, "I mean." It's got to be right. Like, I don't know. And then I took pictures of it. And then no sooner did we we walk out of that cave and my phone died. It completely shut off, even though it was fully charged.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, whether
2: there was anything behind that or not is is irrelevant.
1: But I posted those on um, a lot of artifact forums, and it was it was almost a fifty fifty as to whether or not. People thought they were ancient and legit. No kidding. The fact that they were so well-preserved was pretty much the thing that kind of knocked them down a notch. Really? Yeah. Because it it did. It almost looked like it was like dust blown. And um, ancient Americans around here, we have this this kind of real flaky rock called ochre. And they would use that as their... uh, Face paint and stuff, you add a little mm-hmm. water to it and it becomes pasty. If you grind it up, it also makes a dust. So if you were to put your hand up and blow, it would do the outline of huh. your hand. Interesting. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It, I wish I saw the pictures, man.
2: Yeah, they, they were pretty cool. They were pretty cool.
1: But I did, like, g- g- circling back to the hieroglyphics found in Tennessee, I found some articles on it, and they it's weird some some of the uh assumptions in his opinion the wall had been buried for over 4000 years they're citing stories of lost tribes of israel and um they believe some of the hieroglyphics to be hebrew sanskrit an ancient form like an offshoot in tennessee in, in tennessee what <laughs> yeah I've got a whole How wild life. is that? it it is it is something which I mean, even that alone shatters any of our current history. like that just annihilates it. It's weird. It's it's weird. The wall was described as being two and a half feet thick, built of stones about two fo- two foot square and 10 inches thick, having three tiers of stone in which strange characters appeared only on the west face of the middle tier. In the Herald Newsport paper, it states that stones found in the mill were being exhibited and uh, what was thought to be hieroglyphics cut in them by some lost race who built the wall long before any white man lived here. Excavations supported by the first Smithsonian Institute revealed three ply sandstone-like wall structure over nine hundred feet long, bearing hieroglyphic inscriptions on the west side of the middle tier.
2: That's crazy. It is. Crazy. That is crazy. Like I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. I the mean, I know. I, I thought... know how I felt. I knew how I felt when I found what I what I thought was real. You know, the native uh, paintings on the inside that cave. I couldn't imagine stumbling across something like that. Couldn't even begin to imagine the feeling
1: you'd get. Oh, the, for the first thing that I thought was this since there are multiple, I mean and there there that's not the only one, there are multiple. Like the um what is it? The Kensington runestone. I think it is. I don't know, where, it sounds where cool. Where they have where they I'm have in. the uh what's the word i'm looking for the viking runes carved carved on the face of the rock here uh, i don't know minnesota somewhere i mean let's multiple go. multiple accounts of this ancient hieroglyphic carved in writing that predates what we should like the only people that should have been here would have been ancient native americans people who lived here the whole time and then you have carvings and writings that are multiple thousands of years old that they can date back to other areas on the planet. Somehow it got here somehow at the very least, the information got here,
2: right? I'm all about the Viking runes. And I I've heard you talk about that before, how they have thought to find Viking ruins carved in, in stones and stuff around the Americas.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm considering putting a whole episode together Because, I mean, if nothing else, it just lends more credence to the stuff that the AI boys found. Oh, yeah, 100%. The carvings that they found. Which is awesome.
2: It is awesome. They gave me goosebumps.
1: I hope those dudes find treasure. Well, yeah. Uh, And uh, then they better give us us enough
2: so we can make grills.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, we do need hollow grills. That's all we expect, friends. Yes. Just give us enough to buy some hollow grills. And yeah. Then well, like you were saying the other day
2: that, that have the, still has some of the coin markings in it. Yeah. On the grill. That like would be balloons. awesome.
1: <laughs> um, let's see what's going on in the chat here. I was just yakking off for a while. Um, It's going to be awesome. Have to dig into that. It says the AI boys. Uh, Joe Joe says, check out the Irish monks in the voyage of St. Brendan. Many believe that the lost 10 tribes ended up in a land called Arsaith, which could be the Americas, but that's only a hypothesis. Hey, guys, I watch a lot of different podcasts that are similar to yours, but you guys are by f- the best by far. Appreciate all the work hours you put into your episodes from Quantum. Thanks.
2: I appreciate that, Quantum buddy.
1: Adam. Yes. Yes. I never get tired of hearing positive, positive stuff. Kind
2: Bones, thanks for the love on the Skinwalker episode. Man, those books, those books are so good. So good. And like I said, those were, that was like the three first chapters of that book. And there was <clears throat> so many more in there, it's unreal.
1: Yeah. He was reading off the titles and I'm like, you, we should probably do another episode on this.
2: Oh, I'm 100% going to do more. I'm just, I yeah, want, so. I'm just going to cut it up here and there. It'll be, Exploring Skinwalkers Part Two some other time, and like I said, there's two other books that I have to go through yet, and it's just it's one of them topics that is just super fascinating to me. The, the Legend of the Skinwalker and all the lore that surrounds it. You know, I, I even like seeing the pictures of like you if you Google it, you can see like the the natives with the the black and white paint on, and they have the like the, the coyote skins over top of them or the wolf skin or whatever they have. And it just looks, it looks fucking awesome. Like, I'm not going to lie. It looks badass. And so it's just, it's just, and the the lore from the natives is, has always fascinated me so much because they were so different than anything that I, I've been able to read about, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just always been a really cool, interesting subject to me.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Like his I've always been a history buff in general, and when things fall outside the mainstream timeline, it just really like I just dig into that shit. Like alternate timelines, alternate earths, all that stuff. When when things don't line up the way that we've been taught, definitely gets the wheels going. Right. Oh, what else we got? Oh, love here.
2: this, love this right here. That's oh, an early one there. The
1: lamp. That was an old one,
2: dude. And that was that. That was good. Like that episode was good.
1: That was dope. If you, if I don't even know what episode it is, but we had uh, our friend from London, Flick, call in. She tells a story about her coma. It's it's a lot like the lamp. It's yeah. Like
2: oh yeah. Which is absolutely I don't even insane. Know what episode that was. It's it's an early one.
1: It was awesome. Uh, What else we got going on here? Uh, Emily, hey, guys, huge fan of the podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, The episode of Tinfoil Hat about the Moors of America was interesting and touches on some of what you're talking about. Vikings and such. I'll have to check it. I'll have to check it out. Can't wait for more. I'd love to hear more from the woods, too. Kyle's your Skinwalker guy. He's got the info.
2: I'd like to be able to find a ton of information on the Wendigo as well because that's another one that I... Fucking love reading about, yeah. But and it's weird because if, if you if you kind of dissect them in a way, the Wendigo and Skinwalker are almost identical like the way they're they're virtually their creation and how you how they become, and um, they have uh mystical properties to them, both of them, because you can have a Wendigo uh what do they call that it's like the Wendigo curse where it just kind of like drives you insane and it'll make you cannibalize people and then the skinwalker itself can put all types of curses on you and and all that it's they're very 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 similar but once again i mean you you hear about the algonquin and they talk about the Wendigo so it's another it, it's it could be another derivative of 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 native lore belief you know whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it
1: yeah and I mean it, it could it could be different nations different tribes defining the same thing. Yes,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And just like Bigfoot, you know, you have in different sections of just even the United States, they all have different characteristics, you know. So who's to say that the the desert skinwalker and I mean by all logic the desert desert skinwalker should look different from the northern Windigo or a northern skinwalker so to speak you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah um oh please post the uh, discord invite i will do that as soon as i get a chance
2: you should be oh. able to check any of our show notes on our episodes and it should be in there
1: yeah Go to, go to our show notes. I think it's an open invite. You click on it and it'll take you right to the Discord. Uh, there's all kinds of channels. Just click on them. Everything from post your snacks to post a conspiracy, all sorts of stuff. It's an excellent group, an excellent yeah. uh, community over there. So check that out. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh, we are, we are probably going to do some investigating this year. So that should be neat. Heck yeah. We don't know what we're doing. But I am starting to acquire some uh, equipment. So that should be fun. Maybe. Or terrifying or horrible. I don't know. We're just going to wing it. We're just going to go with it. We're supposed to hook up with uh, Burton from Local Legends. Whenever we get our uh, schedules figured out, we are going to set that up and go see some weird shit talk to some ghosts i something.
2: In. i'm in that's like well we were talking last night with the the girls from spooks uh that's what i want more than anything when it comes to us and like when we go out i just want that that undeniable experience where both of us just go yep there it and is like legitimately they we because like i was telling them and and I guarantee you'll agree with just about anybody else who listens on the regular more times than not. One of us is the scully and one of us is the molder. Like one of us will be just doubled down on something. And the other one will try to ground us like ground the other one out or at least reel them back in us a, a smidge. But I yeah. want that. I want that experience where we're both together and no matter which way up or down logic tries to take us, we can't, we just can't get around it just it's undeniable
1: yeah i mean i'm not here to try to prove the paranormal to anybody but myself yeah (laughs)
2: absolutely absolutely and i mean realistically we've already had even together we've had several experiences that i would say we can't explain but it's nothing that's like right there in your face like it's you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, there's a difference, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, what do we got here?
2: Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, Colleen. Stay
1: away from Cemetery That's funny that you bring that up because it was brought up last night when we were talking with the uh, yeah. gals from spooks. So, Laura, she's never had any kind of paranormal experience. She's got some great stories about our family that have uh, encountered a bunch of stuff, everything from pterosaurs to, um, there is a. Uh, kind of a story that went through their family that her grandfather caught a mermaid, which we talk about, which is awesome. 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 But she, she wants to go to Cemetery X with us to see if anything happens. So it's a, we will, uh
2: it's a heavy place.
1: We'll have to check that out. And you know, I have ghost investigation.
2: Well, Steve yeah, needs to upgrade wrong. his internet. That's what he needs to do. Okay, you're back, I think.
1: My internet cut out there, so I missed that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, what else do we got here? <laughs> Live in the investigations. Um, we will if we can, but a lot of places will not let us, uh, will not let you record commercially. So, That's we'll true. see what we can do.
2: That's true. Jojo here. <laughs> Made me laugh we don't, don't want them want deciding they like home. you
1: ghost hunter dave said you can ghost hunt all you want but don't fuck with the devil because the devil will follow you home
2: dude that has been one of the quotes that has hung with me through i mean you told me that years ago like probably 15 years ago probably yeah. longer than that to be honest with
1: you yeah me and ghost hunter dave worked together on a night shift uh in a plastic factory running these big programmable shelling saws and why we would have uh, a long program running. we would get together and we would talk and come to find out I'd went to school with his daughters. We kind of connected that way. And he had been doing all these investigations for years and years and years that I didn't know about. So I would just sit there like a child listening to him, tell all of this, all of these encounters that he had. And I was just like, it was like, Christmas morning. I was just sitting there just in awe of all these stories that he told me. And he's kind of, I went on a couple of investigations with him. It's he's, he's a solid dude. And he did just record uh, his Bigfoot encounter and a couple of his other paranormal encounters with Wes from Sasquatch Chronicles. So I don't know when the episode drops. I don't know uh, Wes's drop schedule, but Dave from Rosedale will be on there with his Rosedale Bigfoot encounter. It's, it's it takes a lot to spook Dave. Dave's a big dude, big solid dude. And he said the seeing that Sasquatch was probably one of the most terrifying encounters of his life.
2: Which is crazy because I've heard a cemetery x story which sounds terrifying. I think yeah. I would be more afraid of that than seeing Bigfoot. Yeah. Personally, yeah. that's me. Uh, uh but I, I, I'm also I'm also not there, so I can't I can't you I know, say would, that with a hundred percent certainty,
1: yeah, I guess it would <sighs> i I keep going through the comments here I get distracted my I'm like um, <laughs> my little brothers in here he says I'll be on the film crew, I'll be like Aaron off the ghost adventures uh off the ghost adventures, so we've, I'll already, just we've him, already thought of that send him into all like the send him down the body shoot at <laughs> Waverly Hills. <laughs> Uh, Bryce said, I went ghost hunting at the Limp Mansion in St. Louis and it's super haunted. Yeah, the Limp's one I was considering too um, because it's close by uh, Missouri State Penitentiary. I was thinking, I know it's kind of commercially, but I think if you, there's different tiers where you can go in and do a private investigation. So we're hoping to get that off the ground this year and kind of get going and uh, seeing some weird shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the devil will be sure to get the last word in on any conversation. <laughs> Twisted said, I got to go to the Central State Asylum before it was torn down on the west side of Indiana. I'll have to, I haven't heard of the Central State Asylum. Pretty haunted. I know we had uh, Ghost Hunter Dave's been in Mantino State uh, Penitentiary State Asylum. Um, All sorts of stuff. He sent us a couple more emails about some of his encounters. I'm trying to get him on the show. I'm like, Dave, you went on Sasquatch Chronicles, but you did not come on Hollow Sky. What is the issue we're having here?
2: (laughs) You have to. You have to. All right. Well, what do you think, Steve?
1: Burton said, will you boys be down to ever use a Ouija board? Uh,
2: I'm wishy-washy on that one. But there is one right behind us when we record all the time, so...
1: Who put those there?
2: Weird. Now everybody's
1: like, well, no wonder there's all kinds of weird shit going on. I've used
2: <laughs> one before, though. I have used a week I before, before.
1: I have too. And, and it is it definitely wasn't... weird. Uh, my mom has a story. I know I'm cutting into probably live phone call time here, but my mom had a story where they used one at a uh, neighbor's house. They were having all kinds, they lived in an old house, one of the oldest houses in town. And they started having all this weird stuff go on. Uh, the kids would have toys. There was this toy fire truck that would go off all the time in the night, to scare the kids. so they took the batteries out. it would still keep going off. They had a cordless phone. They would ring at all hours when they'd answer it just be static. took the power source from it, phone still rang. So my mom went over there and they used a Ouija board and got in contact with a spirit named George and all this other weird stuff went on. so I don't know man. sounds legit. I feel like it has a lot to do with your intention, I think. You know, Ouija boards, I mean, essentially they can just they're I mean, Milton Bradley sells them or whoever the hell. So I don't feel like they can be that nefarious, but I feel like when they do get nefarious, people are kind of leaning that way. They want they want something that's fair extreme to happen. And I feel like when you put that intention out there, there are entities and there are beings just waiting. like it's like holding a carrot over their head they're like oh we got a bunch of teenagers that want the shit scared out of them let's go let's go
2: (laughs) that's terrible that's so mean (laughs) i
1: I don't make the rules
2: i know i'm not i'm not arguing with you it's just (laughs) it's really fucked up
1: uh randy west said, i spent a night at stanley hotel that was creepy i'd love to go to stanley i'd love to go to stanley um, let me see here there's another big hotel in uh, Banff Alberta uh, that is massive and creepy in the middle of the in the middle of the mountains I would love to go check that out too it's supposed to be haunted <laughs> uh, Burton says maybe we'll have to record you guys using a Ouija board at the location I know K- Kenneth, our friend uh from the Discord and our buddy, he lives up that way and he might come along with us. He said, My one thing is no Ouija boards. <laughs> I guess he's had some some not great experiences from the uh Ouija community.
2: Yeah. yeah. And like I said, it's I'm I'm at this stage of my life, I'm a little wishy-washy on it. I think if I felt significantly more comfortable in like my protection and stuff like that. I don't think it would bother me so much. It might, it might not even bother me that bad anyways. I don't know. I'm, I'm a very, uh, how would you just like a, like a mood person? Like, ah, right now, no. And then there might come a time where I'm like, all right, full send, let's go.
1: I'm pretty much head first. Let's go. That's why I got into this. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I know, I know people will, be pissed that i just go ahead first they're like you're asking you're asking for terrible shit to happen to you it doesn't have to be terrible like that's just, true. That's just true. show me like if i get on the ouija board just say yes we exist and then i can hang up i'd be like all right cool that's all i needed you know <laughs> it's 100 real it's real yeah it's just what i needed there's uh birdie said there's no bouncer when you open that door <laughs> that's that's fucking that's facts
2: good. yeah that's true <laughs>
1: So That's we got true. almost 40 people in the chat. Are you guys you guys done listening to us yak? You want us to open up the lines? No. I wonder if there's a poll like we can vote. Too late. <laughs> Kyle's Kyle went a full same it's, it's on. It's on. So.
2: If anybody has anything they want to talk about, they are more than welcome to to give us a call, and we can have a conversation. If not, sure. me and Steve will keep
1: <clears throat> yacking. keep going. Just remember, when you're on, keep it polite. Yes. Keep it respectful.
2: It's already ringing. That's,
1: let's go. Uh, let's see here. It's, I love it. I love that as soon as we open that, that thing. How you good. doing?
5: Whoa! Wow, that was wow. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Pretty how are you?
1: Good. What's up?
5: Uh, hanging out, watching the show. Awesome. Uh, big fan. Thank you. Uh, troll. I kind of hang out on uh, Discord, but.
1: Heck yeah! Awesome, awesome.
5: Yeah. And
2: you there? Or are you cutting out?
5: Uh, I don't know. Um, so I, I can't remember. Um, do you guys want to hear my scare my scariest ghost story ever?
1: Let's go. Oh yeah. Send it.
5: Okay. So this is about 20 years ago and <clears throat> I was in between jobs, but I happened to find a job with a custodial service that <clears throat> cleaned up uh, local high schools and junior highs. And I got a notice that uh, the big boss is gonna call me on Monday and tell me where to go and meet him. And I thought to myself, what are what are the odds that I'm gonna clean my old high school? And <clears throat> about four o'clock in the in the afternoon, I get a phone call and it's the area manager, and he's like, Hey, can you come to Pocatello High School? which is my old high school. And a little backstory, that place is notoriously haunted. And from all that, like when you graduate junior high school, people ask you which high school you're going to go to. And if you said Pokey Poke High, which is short for Pocatello High School, almost always like, hey, you know that place is haunted, right? And I'm like, eh. There's no way. Anyway, he calls me and he's like, "Meet me at Pocatello High School," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I'm not kidding you. I show up. I meet with him. And and he he goes, "Okay, you know about this place, right?" And I'm like, "You and, and I go, "That it's it's haunted, right?" And he goes, "Yeah." Um, he goes, just do me a favor, don't walk out on me. We've lost two guys in a month already. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, really? Is it honey? He's like, yeah, let me let me show you something. And he takes me to a, a, class, a small, very small classroom in the middle of the basement hallway. And there's a door there with a glass pane window and some very old steps that lead up to the main floor and he goes okay there was a person cleaning in here vacuuming and he turns around and there's a lady's an old lady's face looking at him back through this glass window and he ran out and he never came back and i had i had to admit i'm like yeah i don't believe you but the more I worked there, the more weirdness was going on. Like I would hear these doors slam, um, bathrooms toilets flush when when there's nobody in the building. Um, there was an alarm in the library. That you know those uh, anti theft things that they have at Walmart. And if you're trying to steal something, it would go off. Yeah. That thing would go yep. off at random times, all the time, all night. And, okay, so here comes the scary part. So, I'm I'm dust mopping, I got this uh, pile of dust ready to sweep up and I'm at one end of the hall and there's an opening to the library. I catch something coming out of the corner of my eye I look up, and there looks like to be a lady in a old Western-style dress come floating down the hallway. And I look up. I see her. She sees me, and she abruptly turns to her left and goes through a solid wood door into another classroom. And i freak out i drop everything I love it. and i start i start running down the stairs and these i'm halfway down the stairs and there's a voice that pops in my head that says don't run she wants you to run so i calmly but swiftly I'm go out. down the <laughs> stairs yeah i noked out i i noped out fast
2: i would have done the I same out, thing
5: i go out and i find my i find my this was at break time so i go out and i find my bosses and they're like what are you doing out here and i'm like i'm not going back in there unless you go back in there with me." uh a while later i get moved to another building that's uh part of the school but different this is a uh, very old auditorium this uh this is a um, this auditorium's super old. like we've had uh, we've had uh, what is this name? J- Roosevelt and JFK speak there. It's very old, very creepy, big building. I'm with I'm with my coworker. She's she's like I'm going on break. Um, I hear her get her stuff and leave. I hear the door shut behind her, and I'm finish up doing cleaning. And down the hallway, I hear someone go, Kelly. Like that that, that typical spooky you know, like main calling thing that you always see in movies. And I ignore it. And then I hear, Kelly, where are you? And I'm like, okay. She snuck in the other way. She's trying to scare me. So I'm like, I'm over here. And I wait and nothing. And then a little while later I hear, Kelly, Kelly,
4: where are you? And
5: I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, enough. And I go and I I look outside because these are like, I go outside and I look out the window and she's out there with everybody else having a cigarette on her smoke break. And I went, <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> went to the closet, got, got our stuff and I went flying out there. I fast walked out there. And the look on their faces were like, I mean, seeing a, seeing a guy carrying a girl's coat with a purse and swinging, just fast walking towards him, and that'd be like the funniest <laughs> sight ever for those guys. And they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I'm like, I heard, I pointed at her and I said, I heard you call my name and ask me where I was three times. And she's like, oh, it wasn't me. And I'm like, I know it wasn't you. And one of the other janitors, he's a he was a district janitor. He's like, oh yeah, I've heard that before. And I'm like, you've heard that before. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And like,
1: just bounce. And I'm, like, out I'm not going back here.
5: in there unless somebody goes back in there with me. Man, that place is just notoriously haunted. So that, that's that's one of my stories, but I've got others, but. I'll let somebody else call in until theirs. So I love you guys, podcast. Have a good night and Merry Christmas! All right, thanks you too. Oh, you
1: you as well. Thank you for calling in. And there's there is just something innately creepy about uh, the old old like school buildings in general. Like just the for liminal sure. spaces of it being empty is just weird. I remember walking through our old high school, feeling the same. Like you always feel like there's might be somebody else there and there's all sorts of weird like uh, weird noises and shit
2: maybe just because the age of it it's it's had so much you know uh, i guess energy and people pass through it you know maybe it's just kind of destined to collect some of it
1: yeah yeah and i i was reading i wish i could find the article on it but they were talking about spiritual energy and ghosts in general about about all ghosts just being like a residual energy, and it's only held like in has something to do with like the earth's crust and whatever kind of uh rock is here. Like, you hear sandstone and limestone is a, right. is a real good conductor for spiritual energy. That the energy from us being alive is trapped, but only for so long. That's why when people see ghosts, it's only from like a certain time period, you never see ghosts that are like super old. From like the fourteen hundreds or the thirteen hundreds, interesting. You know, every every ghost you see is like from eighteen hundred on, and it's because after there was after their spiritual energy hangs out for so long, it eventually gets released. Which I don't know that I buy into it, but it was an interesting theory.
2: Yeah, for sure. I do. I do. Man, I have to like a in his story. Super. It would weird me out even more like in his first experience there where he saw the woman walking towards him. And then she just straight jukes him. Like they make, they make the eye contact and then she just straight cuts away. Like, Oh, not supposed to see me. Goodbye. Yep. And she shoots off the other thing that I just could not help. Like I almost just started laughing my ass off whenever he's like, I sped walk out of there. I speed walked (laughs) and I'm like, "I, I, I don't know what I would do. Because I just feel like it's so comical the the image of someone speed walking versus like <laughs> if he just would have just bolted just took off running because I think I think when he if he would have ran full on I would have been more inclined to think something was wrong. However, <laughs> just, him speed walking is just awkward. Suspicious. Like nope, 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 nope.
1: Oh, that that was Birdie from the Discord. All He's right. commenting on it. Hell yeah! Thanks for calling in, Birdie. It was I appreciate it's cool you. to put voices to screen names. Uh, Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton of Discord people in here. I saw Autumn in here. I see Colleen in here. All sorts of everybody. I'm so glad you guys decided to hang out with us.
2: I also don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Like, especially once again, reverting back to his first one, like seeing an individual walking towards me and then dip through a door, like just a solid door. Just go poop. And it'd be even weirder making that eye contact with that spirit. Oh yeah, I don't know
1: how I I would take that. My grandparents' house. Uh, you. We'll, we'll take the call. Yeah, I'll answer it. Hello.
4: Hello. How
1: are you?
2: <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. You're doing wonderful. So. Uh,
4: great. Yeah, awesome. Um. So been first of all i gotta say i've been listening to you guys since since professionals awesome and i wanted I to chime in on a. <laughs> oh yeah Tony. um i wanted to talk about a a real creepy creepy story i got
1: okay let's go
4: so um uh so uh this was about let's see i was probably about Oh, 13 14 and um just to have a little backstory um my parents had split a while back and they were not on good terms and so uh, my dad kind of we believe that he would have dark entities attached to him and then they would follow me because I would get pretty pretty angry but anyways um I remember one night in this apartment my mom and I were staying at um I, I just uh was just up just couldn't sleep and I had that feeling of being watched and um so I I, I, I um at the time I had the original Xbox and I'm all watching because I'll watch like videos and stuff to go to sleep and I was watching Tokyo drift <laughs> yeah. I watched that I watched that movie like oh my gosh I don't even remember how many times I watched it but it was a lot and I'm like all right all right well maybe it's just me being paranoid whatever well then all of a sudden you get that that smell I could smell this like that outdoor you know when somebody's been outside for like in the night you know it's kind of that out I don't know how to explain it but like not exactly smoke but just that kind of smell you get from when somebody comes from outside in the night, right? And I'm all peeking around, like, seeing if my windows open or something. No, everything's closed. So I'm like, all right, that's that's odd. And then I'm like, okay, well, that that feeling of dread just gripped me, and um there's this this calendar that I had and I just kept staring at this calendar for some reason I kept looking over it and keep looking over it and over it then all of a sudden like within moments it just like somebody like somebody just hit the side of it and made it swish back and forth really fast and then um I just I just booked it and I was like mom mom can I just sleep on the couch and uh you know, we, well, I woke her up and she woke me up, and uh, you know we were scared. it and, and you know, and I just stayed in her her room for the night. but, yeah, it was so bad in that room for the longest time, like when my grandma would come over and help us out and stuff and clean and stuff, she'd have that door closed. And um eventually we got um some LDS missionaries to come and bless the house and um, we we later on moved out from it so yeah (laughs) but that's 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 my that's one of my many stories that i have but after the missionaries had a few encounters
1: after the missionaries came and blessed the house did everything kind of die down
4: yeah it it kind of died down though um when my sister actually coincidentally moved into that place um after us I, i i would have this i i don't know if it was just me but it's just that feeling of like it could appear but yeah it it died down well,
3: that's yeah, a good I,
1: thing we, we were talking to uh Trina from Spooks and she makes she she has interesting like allegories on spirits and things she says she says there while there are bad entities she kind of like she compares them to sharks. They just—they just are doing shark things. They're not doing it for good. They're not doing it for bad. They're just being themselves. And I feel like a lot of times these entities will oh, seem predatory and prey on people who are going through turmoil. I feel like the turmoil in your life kind of opens you up. That negative energy mm-hmm. that's brooding around you will was almost like a target to some of them, and they just—they just feed off of it. They—they they feed off the fear. They feed off like the sadness. blood in the water. Yeah. You know, I like like, like can shark. smell it
2: and it, it is a really cool way of putting it, you know, and I also liked her idea on how if spirits hang out too long, they become they start to become twisted, they start to become more of a negative, malicious entity, you know, because you you're not supposed to hang on for that long, you're supposed to let go and and
1: and move on
2: It's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yes, uh, thank yeah. thank you for calling and sharing sharing your uh, experience with us. It's
2: much appreciated.
4: Thank you. Keep up the good works, guys.
1: Thank you. Uh, have a good holidays. Be safe.
0: Yeah. You
4: too.
2: Oh man, like it's one of them things too. Like I, you know, two ghost stories essentially, and it, it's nothing that I have personally like really experienced like seeing those things and like I know you feel like she said like you know I've ever heard it right she would get that like foreboding feeling like something was about to show itself even though she never literally saw it and I feel like I don't know what would be worse that that sitting in in that like moment of suspension where you're anticipating, it's almost like waiting for that jump scare and it. you don't know if it's going to come or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you feel this negative force here and it's not actually presenting itself, even though you feel like it's about to present itself.
1: My grandparents, uh, house was haunted and it might still be, I'm I'm not sure. I've had some weird experiences there that just kind of write off as nothing, but, uh, when my uncle was young, he had a room in the basement and <clears throat> he had a rocking chair that would rock on its own, just another, at different points in t- in the night and time, the rocking stair- chair would start rocking. One day he, one night he woke up. It was probably early in the morning, two o'clock ish, I'm assuming. And the rocking chair was rocking, scared him. As he jumped up to run up the stairs, he saw, Uh, The form of a woman. She was in it, it was just the top half from her waist up, but he said it looked like she was in an older, like early 1900 style dress, and she was moving up the stairs from their basement. He said he ran right through her. He was so scared, Just, just booked it straight through the ghost. My grandpa had experiences where he would, my grandma would get up and leave early for work. He would still be in bed, she'd leave at like four in the morning, and he, uh, had something sit on the foot of his bed he thought it was her came back from forgotten something and it scared him to the point to where he wouldn't sleep in the bedroom anymore. Finally, he just kind of took the power back and he's like, whoever's here, you are not welcome. You need to get out of here. And he said from there he had never had an experience again. I'd had some uh, weird experiences, but I can't really like write them off as that they were ghosts or whatever. They, they would always go, they would always travel, they'd go to Hawaii every year, and I would go down and house sit and take care of the animals and everything, and I'd get their mail and the paper and bring it in so nobody knew that they were gone, and I had, it was probably seven o'clock in the morning, I would went in to drop the mail off, and as I'm upstairs, I heard something crash downstairs, something like that, like it was a significant crash, so I turn around, and I still have the mail in my hand and the rolled up newspaper, So I just set the mail on the the stairwell railing and I tossed the rolled up newspaper over my shoulder. I'll just pick it up later. There's nobody in the house. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Go downstairs. Look around. I cannot find the source of whatever this massive crash was in the basement. Looking around, I'm like, man, there's going to be a mess down here. I'm going to have to clean it up. Don't find it. So I'm like, whatever. Go out the basement. Take care of the hogs and everything. Come back in. And the newspaper that I just tossed over my shoulder was directly in the middle of their table standing on end straight up in the middle of their table. And I'm like, what are the odds that I threw it over my shoulder hard enough to hit the table? And then it also stood up straight on the end. I mean, it's not, not
2: impossible. It's not impossible. However, very unlikely.
1: That's how I am. Unlikely. I'm like, it was just a good throw. I just nailed it.
2: Yeah. Hey, it's no different than me. And when I go to sleep where I'm just like, yep, I'm going to bed. Mm -mm. not if i can find not rolling this one around right now
1: if i can find a plausible answer as opposed to a terrifying answer i go for it
2: well and that's what we always do that's what everybody does you know a lot of people rationalize it it's hard to to let that go because you start to feel like you're going crazy like your your mental stability is starting to slip from you and you are uh, just going off the deep end yeah that's for sure i mean that's how i feel anyways like if i consider it too much if i if i sit and think and i'm like yeah it's it's got to be this it's got to be that and you're like no 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 like no i'm not like i'm not going crazy i know that i'm not crazy but you just you feel like you do you feel like you're going
1: nuts yeah it's like i said if i can find if i can convince myself of a normal explanation then i will do it
2: like I said, I, I think that's what just about everybody does.
1: Yeah, it just gives you a peace of mind as opposed to having to <sighs> chase down the unexplained.
2: Well, it's it's the other thing too. like I feel like if because to be fair, a lot of people who know more about that subject usually seem to be less afraid. Right. Like if they like you talk to Trina, she she's pretty knowledgeable on the on those subjects. And she just kind of deals with it. She's just like, it's whatever. Like, I'm not really that affected by it. It gets annoying from time to time, but it's whatever. And then for the people like us who aren't extremely versed in those, that's when it gets scary. I'm a little more scary, you know, almost like you're trying some a new job or something. You're kind of like, all right, I don't know what I don't know what to do here. So I'm gonna freak out now. Yeah. Because I know this isn't normal. <laughs> yep. I agree. You know, so it's it's uh I don't know, it's bizarre. The this the spiritual realm is very, very different, to say the least. Yeah. But I do like I do like the, the shark statement
1: she makes. Analogy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see what's popping in the chat uh colleen says i love listening to steve's family stories thank you my they don't talk about it a whole lot so when they do i try to just like grab it and keep it so i can remember it it. yeah but they they all seem to have have some sort of experience even if they don't like to talk about it they are some pretty good ones they are really they are good uh emily says every house i lived in growing up was haunted I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe it's not the house. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Not that
2: I want it to be that for you, because I 100% do not.
1: Maybe you are a magnet for the otherworldly. What's be. Lydia Dietz say? I I myself am strange and unusual from Beetlejuice. Oh, oh
2: boy, we got another heard call. It. heard it. So here we go. Here we go. Hello. Yo. Kyle, Steve, this is Bert. What's going on, buddy?
1: Oh, Bert, what's up?
6: Hey, guys. So, your uh, friend Bertie in the chat, or uh, he started talking about his haunted school. And it, okay, so it brought up a lot of memories I had of my school. Mainly growing up, there's okay, so there's an old part of our school, and there was a new part of our school. There's an old gym and a new gym, and our lunchroom was the same lunchroom they had forever i believe the school was built in like 1903 it was old and oh what was it this lady who worked in the computer area she was a paranormal researcher like back in the day and i remember her being friends with my sister told her the story of how the school was haunted and basically is an old gym they go into this gym at night because they have access to the school they do a paranormal investigation old school tape recorders asking questions and they get responses back when they play back the recording of whatever they recorded it was an old lady basically screaming at them to get out of the gym just get out just get out you're not supposed to be here get out And, like, of course, during the time, they didn't hear anything. They were just recording and talking to the ether. And nothing. So, whenever I was in school there, you had to walk, like, to get to the middle school, you had to walk through the old gym from the basement. It was like a whole pain. Anyways, I remember there was this uh, group of girls, two girls, if I remember correctly, that were walking in the gym after school, the lights were off, and they said that somebody or something was chasing them through there. Like, so they're walking through the dark, and I remember seeing these girls just crying their eyes out. And I'm like, what's up with these two? And somebody's like, they said somebody was chasing them in the gym. And I was like, are you serious? Because I remember hearing about this. Well, there was always this picture in the old middle school that was a, of an old lady old librarian lady and i remember doing a little research into it and asking the other teachers about it and they were like actually i believe that she was an old lady old librarian lady who had passed away in the school of like a heart attack or something and i'm like okay that's a pretty good you know possibility that this old lady yelling at these kids to get out of the school that you're not supposed to be here is this just an old lady librarian who still <laughs> thinks she's working there
1: that's what I was thinking when you said it was a librarian. I'm like, yeah, who better to point. yell at the children to get right. out of the cafeteria than a right. librarian? That's one thing and when I hear these encounters, I'm always curious as to the history of the, the building and the geographical area to see if it is if it's some sort of historical, historical tie-in.
6: Right. One of the things I remember that happened to me and a friend of mine We were hanging out in the bathroom, down in the lunchroom. You know, you weren't supposed to be doing it. We were literally like fifth graders, sixth graders. We were really young. And you know how kids are. We don't do everything we're told. So we weren't supposed to be hanging out in there. But that's where we were, you know.
1: That checks out.
6: And (laughs) you get it. So we're in there. We're just shooting the shit. He's washing his hands. I remember this part vividly. He is washing his hands. And he goes to, you know, the old, uh, what am I thinking, paper towel dispenser. You pull it down, paper towel comes out. He's washing his hands. He reaches for it. I'm standing right next to him. He never touches the damn thing, but it starts going off on its own, like viciously, like somebody is shoving paper towels out of this thing. And That's I'm just, like, might. we both just look at each other. He never even dried his hands. We just walked out. We're like, no, nope, <laughs> no, we're done.
1: Just ignore it. It'll it's go away. That one.
6: <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and that was like before I'd ever even heard of the school being haunted, and I was just like, "No, no, let's just get the hell out of here." I don't know what that was. That was just weird. But yeah, I remember your the dude, Birdie was telling the story of his school, and I'm just like, "What are the odds, man?" That I wonder how many haunted schools there are in this country or on this planet, really. Oh, it's bro. just I don't
1: know. Probably a ton because a lot of them are so old. Yeah. Dude. You know, because <clears throat> we had uh, in the old high school, which I, which me and you both went to, right, Kyle? You're only a couple years younger than I Yeah, am. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was uh, actually the last graduating class from that high school for you.
1: And do you remember the the hatch that led down into like the basement? Mm hmm. They did they say there was a pool there or some shit? I yes, can't remember. Like that was that was the old
2: that was one of the rumors.
1: Yeah, everybody said that that was haunted. Like that, that somebody was murdered down there and yeah. all this other like weird teenage shit people put forth. But the building, I I never had anything happen, but the building was weird. The building when you were in there and it was empty, it just I don't know if every if every like old ass large building like that has that vibe. If it's just like I said, the liminal space, but it's it's it just it's creepy
6: creepy oh for it, sure it, that's insane that's oh man no i i agree dude that's pretty crazy I like a lot it. of people get that feeling the old buildings are just i don't know phenomenal i know that the middle school that had the picture of the old librarian lady like after i got out of middle school and the high school that they renovated that so they got rid of all the old crap it's all new crap so i don't even know if that lady's picture is there anymore
1: but <laughs> just lost with time amazing. Yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, it it's kind of kind of sad. Yeah, it is. So much history. I hope you still scaring the crap out of people.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Telling everybody to sit down and be quiet. Get out of yeah, the exactly. Game, yep. <laughs> Thanks for calling right. in, Burton. It was good here hear Thanks from so you. Was... Everybody go over and check out Local Legends with Burton Warren. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely. I love you guys. Cool. You guys have a
6: great one. And uh, Merry Christmas. I don't see you guys. Thank yep, you, you, as, you well. as well. Stay <laughs>
1: safe and keep it weird, man. Always. But
2: that's the other thing that is weird to me, right? So when you have your uh, digital recorders or tape recorders or whatever, you can ask questions, you can, you can, whatever, you can just set them there. And then from time to time they capture something, you know, going off and it just makes you feel weird because it's like that, that veil there where it's like somebody's yelling at you and you just can't hear it. You know, it's very weird. We'll go ahead and take this call. Hello.
7: Yo. What's up, hollow. Colt? What's going on, buddy? Twiz from discord and chat. saying hello from Indiana. Awesome. I know the uh, topic so far has been ghosts, but I'm going to break that. Uh, streak and go with a chase story,
2: okay. I'm down. So,
7: in southern central Indiana, Brown County State Park, I grew up probably 10 miles from there and lived there most of my uh young life. We moved to the city because my dad got a uh, job in Indianapolis, but I would always go down to visit to kind of, you know, recharge my batteries and just get away to get out to the woods. I've been going there my whole life and I would, you know, just drop in the middle of the night and run down there takes about an hour to get down there from Indianapolis. And I, you know, I'd be known to be there at like one, two in the morning, just by myself. And they have two lakes on the property and the one i was at that night was straw lake and it's kind of situated like almost like a horseshoe so the outer part of the horseshoe the round part is all surrounded by woods and then where the bottom of the horseshoe would be is a dam for that lake and you can walk the perimeter of that lake as a trail which i had done you know, hundreds of times before. So it was about one o'clock in the morning. I was down there sitting on the far side of the lake by myself, smoking a cigarette, just enjoying the stars in the dark and the quiet. And out of nowhere, I get, you know, the goosebumps on your arm and the hair starts to stand up on the back of your neck. It's one o'clock in the dark in the middle of the woods that can happen. But this just felt different. It felt different enough for me to stop what I was doing and head back to the truck. Well, as I'm coming around the trail to get back up to the dam to cross back over the parking lot, I start to hear something in the woods probably about, I don't know, 20 feet to my right. On my right-hand side is the woods. On the left-hand side is the lake. You know, we don't have anything in Indiana bigger than a bobcat. We don't have bears. We don't have any type of big predatory cat besides a bobcat. And what I was hearing was bipedal the parking lot was completely empty i'm out in the middle of the night in a state park that's closed after you know sunset or dark or whatever so i'm pretty much there by myself there might be some park rangers on the on the property but i would never see them when i would go in and out so i continue down the trail start to quicken my pace Get a little bit more nervous. The hair on the back of your neck is still standing up. And this, whatever it was, starts to come closer. And starts to match my pace. And I've got, I don't know, probably 100 yards to make it to the, to the dam. And that whole area from the dam is just like a straight shot. It's wide open. So I knew as soon as I come around the corner and hit this dam, I had to run because it had, whatever was there had me out in the open. It didn't have the trees to hide. It would have been completely, you know, right on top of me. So I get to the dam and just start running. And I hear behind me, it starts to run. But when it hits that tree line, it stops. I don't turn around to see what's behind me. I don't waste any time. It stopped chasing me. I didn't stop running. I ran to the truck and bounced out. And I've never had any type of experience in that part. Like I said, I go there hundreds of times. I've never had any type of
1: experienced like that before nope no you i i think about uh immediately think about missing 411 i know i'm on the fence about it but i do i do think something's going on i think that i think that there is is possible predatory entities out there i don't i don't know that it's it's biological like human i don't know if it's interdimensional i don't know if it's metaphysical but i do think something's out there that can and does possibly possibly prey on people in the woods i've i've been out in the woods before and i've heard stuff move around i don't know that i've ever been stalked but I've been in the woods, like I've told the story before, I've been in the woods, I've been in a thousand times, walked all over it, and I've gotten turned around to the point where I didn't know where I was. And it's not even a, that big of a patch of woods. And it's it's almost like the the whole atmosphere of where you're at changes. It's almost like everything gets silent and and you're almost in, like, in i don't know you're almost in a different place and you're not you almost feel like you're not at the top of the food chain anymore and it is it is that's
7: that's exactly what i felt this place is my zen place i go here because it's safe you know what i mean i go there because it recharges me it it nature chakra whatever you want to call it, it it refills me when i leave that place i am feeling better than when i entered And this was completely different than any, like I said, than any experience I've ever had. I've never even gotten followed by anything. Usually it's frogs, crickets, at the most maybe an owl. You know, like I said, Indiana does not have large predatory animals. The biggest one we have is a bobcat. Now there's been sightings of uh, mountain lion down there. In the last five years, but it's not been confirmed, you know, DNR hasn't said anything to confirm it. But even if it was that this was on two legs, this was bipedal, Uh, you know, the sound of somebody chasing you versus something. Yeah, absolutely. And to be, I don't even want to say attacked, but that's what it felt like to be attacked in your Zen place. It messes you up. Oh, yeah. You know, this this happened five, six years ago. And in that five or six years, I've barely been back to Brown County, maybe three or four times. And it's always during the day. I have never gone back at night. And I used to go all the time. Like, I would just drop and drive an hour just to get away. And, yeah, man, I'm definitely not going back there in the dark by myself. That's for sure.
1: I think I'm I'm still I've I've got my own my own theory. I'm in my own lane on this. I feel like our consciousness is a defense mechanism. It's put up to keep these things at bay and when you go to a place that you're safe in, a place that you're comfortable in, You you kind of expand your consciousness like like when I go to my spot, like I just kind of open up and I'm just I'm just good with it. And I think whereas that's healthy to do for us mentally and spiritually and metaphysically, I also think, again, there are entities out there that just wait for us to open those doors. And as soon as we do, they're like, okay here we go. You know, this this person's letting his guard down, letting their guard down. And here they come.
7: Well, I just want to thank you guys for what you do. You have an awesome podcast. Thank you so much for giving all of us a place to gather and a platform to tell our stories. And if you're ever in Central Indiana, hit me up. I have no problem. I know uh, Central Southern Indiana like the back of my hand. So by all means, you are invited.
1: Right on. I appreciate (laughs) you calling in
7: thanks guys and yeah,
1: thank yeah. you. Have a happy holidays and stay weird and safe out there
2: <clears throat> oh. i don't like I didn't like the part where it was tracking him it was it was matching his footsteps yeah, that's, that's and it, it, it's even more sus that the damn thing stopped at the tree line like that's that's fucked yeah. up Because right? if it you you'd figure i mean it'd have to be intimidated if it was a uh of a predator to not leave cover but you would think that if it was hot on the hunt boy <clears throat> like you said after that tree line it's it's it'd be a hundred yard dash and a lot can happen in a 100 yards when you're when you're going toe-to-toe like like a bobcat man If that thing wanted to to slap you it's gonna come get you yeah First you know what i mean because I... they take down deer down
1: and stuff so oh yeah it's uh it's kind of like kind of like the rock field man when i get up there i'm just i'm just i just zone out for everything from everything that's going on in my in my life and everything else it's just my place that i want to be right and i've i've had similar experiences where i didn't necessarily feel threatened but i did hear things walking bipedally bipedally and they they were matching my pace like as i was go as i would go they would go and i would be in the field the plowed field and they would be in the wood line walking on all the foliage and shit when i would stop they would stop but when i would move it's so bizarre
2: would... to me that's so bizarre
1: it's it's weird
2: it would creep me out to know that something to have that feeling to have that experience where you can you're walking you can audibly hear yourself but then you start to hear a second track like it's one thing whenever you you're not in sync with each other. Like when you just hear because it happens all the time to me, because like I spend a lot of time in the woods and you'll hear deer walking nearby or you'll hear squirrels playing in the leaves, you know. And even a squirrel can be misleading the way that it moves to the leaves and stuff. You start to think, like what in the fuck is that coming? And then you see a little squirrel playing off in the distance, you know, but to to audibly hear that sync where it starts matching your pace and your everything. It's matching you. That's a huge, for, for me, that, that seems like a huge red flag.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, this it's, is not it, good. It's something that doesn't want you to know <laughs> Right, it's following you. Right. It's moving when you're moving. It's yes. it's, it's predatory. It's a predatory that's, move.
2: It's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Like At the end of the day, whether it's animal or something else, it's, it's 100% a predatory move. 100%. Yeah
1: that's i'm kind of reading through the chat here squirrels are loud as hell i'm here to tell you man some of the loudest things i've heard in the war in the woods are fucking squirrels yeah
2: like there's more more than one time where i'll be sitting there and you sometimes they'll even throw me off where you'll hear like a, a pitter patter pitter patter pitter patter and you're like is somebody walking up here is somebody like listen 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 somebody walking up here and then you see it go boop and it jumps on a tree and you're like you little son of a bitch
1: yeah. just had me terrified for my life
2: yeah yeah but it is really fun to watch you know way off topic but it's fun to watch the wildlife you know kind of move about yeah the woods are weird man the woods are a very weird place
1: uh, i'll look through the chat here we're, we're already at an hour and a half we'll probably wrap I up pretty quick uh i see nancy's in the nancy k's in the chat what's up nancy yeah uh emily says uh, i went to the old high school for one year and that school was creepy panther gang what up it was the old the old school was weird the old school was weird
2: it was weird but i kind of enjoyed it
1: yeah it's now that it's gone uh burton says i love how many people identify with haunted school stories that's something you don't hear a whole lot about like that being the main topic of discussion and when you when you think about it there's so much like emotional turmoil in schools maybe that's why there's so much teen angst and shit going on it's probably just a magnet
2: yeah I think that's what somebody in there said almost the exact same thing I can't remember who it was or where it was at but yeah it was virtually the same thing Yeah. yeah there's definitely a lot of emotion running through a high school
1: yeah that's for sure but i think on that note uh thank you everyone for hanging out we had tons of people in the chat interacting yeah. excellent again uh shout out to all our discord p- friends that come over here and kick it yeah. with us shout out to all the if you're if you're in the chat and you're not in the discord check the show notes Better get there go Better get part of the community it's awesome yeah hopefully we can
2: start to Grow this community as well to kind of start yeah. getting more and more people. But it'll also help too when we can when we add the other platforms, the, the Facebook and the Twitter, because then we'll have everybody, commenting and spending time. And yeah. I think it, I think this could be a cool thing.
1: It's uh, it is. It's 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 building building into something awesome. And I want to thank everybody who called in with the stories today. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: A lot of you people like i feel like it takes a little bit of courage to do that because i oh, I've, yeah. i would be on the fence myself you know i always tell people i'm like hey don't worry about it it's it's no big deal and but i totally understand like some of the angst and the uh, <laughs> like it the very first it.
1: crypticon we went to in 2019 they did an open an open uh mic session Right, so you could go up there and tell your stories. Derek Hayes mm-hmm. from Monsters Among Us was was the house host, and Kyle was so on the fence to go up there. I'm, we were like, "Man, this is be a great, great opportunity yeah. to plug the show." You could go up there and be like, "I'm Kyle, host of the Hollow Sky Podcast. Here we go!" And we just I could couldn't not, do it. I could not get it. the courage up to go and talk
4: in front of.
2: I couldn't people. do it. So hats off to all of you. Like it, it's yeah. awesome. I, I'm like I said, really appreciate it, and. I know I can sit here and say that nobody's going to bother you, and and we're going to appreciate your stories, whatever they may be, you know. But I understand that 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 feeling.
1: It does. It does. You have to take down a wall to be able to tell, For sure. especially talk about the paranormal. Yes, and the unexplained, because that's such a taboo. Still, still today, like the government says, UFOs are real, and people are still taboo about telling you. Right. But oh, absolutely. We appreciate you all We are so glad You could hang out with us Yes And we will do this again soon I know it's the holiday season It's going to get busy for a week or so But as soon as we're back We will let everybody know Until we meet again Hollow Cult Stay safe Stay weird And I hope you all have a wonderful holiday